Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. As always, I am Jack, and I'm sitting here with my friend Chris. How's it going tonight? Good. Ready to get into it. Uh, this will probably be a shorter episode, for sure. We we say that, and then... Marcus will show up, and then... Marcus will show up, or something will happen like that. So, knock on wood. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, let's jump in. We'll get through. We don't have much news this week. Um, we do have a few things. So, Chris, I'll let you start. Okay, so first thing, SeaWorld San Antonio has announced year-round operations, and they are bringing in season passes. Uh, they didn't have season passes before? That's kind of weird. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So they you couldn't buy a season pass to that park? I guess not. I maybe the all SeaWorld that, parks one works for it, but that, that's gotta be wrong. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. Maybe they're bringing a pass for year round specifically. I mean, I'll go look. I know now I'm really curious about this. SeaWorld. What is this place? This is which one is this? I'm already San San Antonio. Okay. Okay. Um. Search. Let's see. Sea World. San Antonio. You can clearly tell we did our refresh before we started recording. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at it right now. It's on Ace South Central's Facebook. Let's see. SeaWorld announces year-round operation and all-new season pass. SeaWorld San Antonio sent us an email with the following information. Okay. Um, season is excited to announce an all-new 2021 Season Pass product packed with exclusive benefits and incredible value. This all-new 2021 Season Pass provides guests with unlimited access to SeaWorld for the entire 2021 season. New product is passed for 2021 season provides guests another option and way to visit in addition to our popular annual pass products, which allow for visitation at any time for 12 months after activating the annual pass limited capacity and hidden self and safety protocols okay so it sounds like so it sounds like if you get the annual then you have it for a whole year as long as the park is open i guess but this sounds like it's just okay. for one season which is probably a little bit shorter yeah i'm looking so yeah, but it looks like right now, because I'm on their actual website, it looks like they're pu- trying to push these things hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to buy your SeaWorld Plus Aquatica 2021 season pass, plus you get the rest of this year free. It's going to be $79.99 before tax. So to me, this sounds like 
uh, play straight out of the Cedar Fairs book last year with the Cedar Point Gold Passes. Mm-hmm. Just a cheaper way to get people in the park more often. Yep, make them spend money while they're there, too, because you don't get all the discounts and everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, you get some of them, but not all of them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. Makes full sense where that park's located for them to go year-round, so. Yeah. All right, our next uh, news next thing. Up, or... though, um, down to your neck of the woods. Yeah, we've got... Uh, Velocicoaster, flying, uh, flying dinosaurs. Again. Yes. So big, like velociraptors wrapped in saran wrap, being lifted in a crane into the construction site. Probably gonna just be for some quick interaction on ride. That's my guess. Yeah, probably just to make like you'll fly past them. I wouldn't even. I don't even think they're gonna move or anything. They're just gonna be oh, sitting yeah. there. If it was an animatronic, they would just install it in there. They wouldn't lift it on a crane and everything. Yeah, I think I think the whole crazy thing with this is that they were, excuse me, they were doing it during the park's operating time, so they had to shut paths down to crane these things in. I wish I would have been there when they were doing that. Which is just, that would have been amazing. Yeah, I'm mad that they. I wasn't there when they were doing that, but good to see. Uh, Going to have theming throughout this ride for sure, which is awesome. And I'm glad it's going to be more than just landscaping. I think there's also a chance that these could be uh, in the first launch tunnel. Since I know, like, if you look at it, there's a building wrapped around the launch tunnel that's clearly for, like, a pre-show sort of thing. So it could even be for that, but we'll see. Who who knows? We really don't know what this ride is going to do, which is... I mean, we know a, we figured out the layout, but we have no idea what, what the theme is. Real, the story. We know the theme. We don't know the story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see it. Um, that I keep, I get more and more excited for that ride all the time. Yes, especially like for me in person seeing it. Oh my gosh, I'm so ready for it. Yep. Well, and then last bit of news we got. Um, Movie Park Germany is adding an Intamin along the lines of uh, Escape from Gringotts, it appears. Um, well, so it's going to be an Intamin multi-dimensional coaster, which on RCDB, uh, examples of that, the same model are 13 at Alton Towers and Inferno. So, I'm going to just go ahead and say uh, Marcus and Mark and Tom from the Drunk Riders, sorry, Mike from the Drunk Riders did uh, like 30 minutes worth of tangenting on this ride and figured out that they were talking about uh, Forbidden Forbidden Journey, Escape from Green God style rides. So, that's where I'm stealing that from. Well, I'm going to have to go listen to that and see how they figured that out. But... If we're going based so they, on, that's where they started. But it's if you're going off RCDB, the drop track, it's gonna have a drop track. So yeah. Uh, either way, it's gonna be a cool ride for sure. Uh, Thirteen looks, like looks awesome, and I love Green Gods as is. So yeah, it looks like it's gonna 
be like themed up. They've been using uh, they've been using like Mar- Marilyn Monroe for their teasers and everything. So I wouldn't be surprised as to see like Hollywood movie or, or Hollywood movie style ride or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's definitely perfectly with cool. the park theme. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be cool for sure. And that was all the news we had. Very short. There was like nothing other than the events that happened, but we're gonna get to that later. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So, ride of the week. We are getting close five. to the end here for RMCs. Yeah, we are Down over two. halfway. We've got Iron Rattler, Lightning Rod, Twisted Cyclone, Twisted Clauses, and Storm Chaser left. So, I'm going to spin the wheel. We will see what we get. The wheel is spinning. And this week, we'll be talking about... That's that's very good, uh, considering the timing, but it's, it's Storm Chaser, Kentucky Kingdom. It's Storm Chaser? Yep. Why does it always work out that way? I don't know. I like promise we don't we rig it. it. Anytime we want it to be a particular one, it's that particular one. Like when Marcus was on the first time, we wanted it to be Gold Striker. It was Gold Striker. Mm-hmm. When Bob was on, we wanted it to be Outlaw Run. It was Outlaw Run. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not complaining. Do you want to start? Um, and since I just wrote it, so sure. So, Storm Chaser, uh, conversion of Twisted Twins at Kentucky Kingdom. Except it doesn't duel. Uh, it's a very good ride, as all RMCs are. Um, the barrel roll drop is awesome. I don't think it's as good as Twisted Timbers, but it's awesome. That first camelback is probably my, my favorite moment on the whole ride. And then you've got that overbank, and then a couple like outer banked airtime moments, which give you strong ejector. That uh, second inversion is really cool. But where it really lacks from my rides, which I think we got six or seven rides on it the day we were there. Um, my experience with that, I thought that the second half was a lot weaker than the others. It just felt like it was a little bit more sluggish than the others. Like it still gave you quick ejector, but none of it felt as uh, sustained or strong as like the finales on Lightning Rod, Steel Vengeance, Twisted Timbers. So that's what it really lacked for me. It's still a fantastic coaster, definitely a 9 out of 10, but it, it is my least favorite of the iBox coasters I've done. Yeah. I'd also say it needs some landscaping. Um, I can definitely concur with that. Um, we'll skip. I'll, so I'll just talk quickly about how it was riding this week. It was not riding good. It was, if you thought it was running sluggish when we rode it last summer, it was running slower yesterday. Um, so Mm. in terms of rise on it yesterday, the drop in the first hill were great. After that, I really was like, we're meandering. Oh, I got some butterflies there. Oh, some more butterflies. And then you hit the brakes. So really wasn't punching yesterday. That being said, I do like the layout because it is a little, it's unique compared to some of the other ones. Um, Yeah. I'm on the opposite boat from Chris. I like Storm Chasers drop better than Twisted Timbers. Twisted Timbers just does everything else better. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's a good coaster. It's it is a really good coaster. I mean, that park, they love that thing. I understand why they love it. Um, it's a really good coaster. 
Definitely could use some landscaping. I'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, it real, I mean, it, it, it's a good coaster. Don't, it's an RMC. Don't get me wrong. It's just yeah. when you look at it compared to the other ones, it's kind of. Uh, uh, I think you and me are both in agreement that Lightning Run is our favorite ride in that park, right? Yes. Lightning yeah. Run is my favorite ride in that park. Yeah, I like Lightning Run a little bit more than Storm Chaser, but Storm Chaser is still an amazing coaster. Like, definitely one of the best one-two punches out there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, one, you've got those two, and then arguably you've got one of the best family woodies at that park as well. So, and Thunder Run, and Thunder Run, which I didn't get to ride. Ah, oh, that sucks. But I got to ride a bunch of other stuff and do a lot of fun stuff. But we'll talk about that. Well, we can probably just go ahead and transition into that. Do we want to? Yeah. So, yep. Storm Chaser this week. We'll be back next week. I feel like it's it. It feels like it's gonna work out again. Um, where we're gonna get to do the one we both like most at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, we'll start. We're going to pause on K- Kentucky Kingdom and jump back to um, Holiday World. We got Because we got to start there because that's where the weekend began. Hollywood Nights 2020. Here we go. So, the event was very similar to last year's. Um... Despite COVID, this year's event was more popular than last year's. Um, We never got an exact number, but I can safely say based off the number of bodies I saw, there were definitely more people there this year. Um, So the first night we got in, got to the park, I think we headed straight for... Where did we go first? I honestly can't remember. It has been that long of a weekend. We did either Thunderbird or Voyage first. I know that. Um, Voyage is flying. It is running better. It is smoother and faster than it was last year. Like, it was ridiculous last year. It was, like, insane. And you should. I should also say it was raining when we got there. So we, ro- that's, we went to Thunderbird first. Now I remember. We went to Thunderbird first. Got a front row ride in the pouring rain. That was like, uh, it, it stung, but it was so much fun. Then we went down and did Voyage again in the rain. It was flying. and they were, So they actually were firing the trims on Friday night because the rain was making it run so fast. Um, yeah, so we jumped around. We did a couple things there. Met up with our friends um, Blake and James from Larson Loopers, and of course Marcus from the Drunk Riders, um, and Marcus's crew, uh, which included Joe Hutch. There was a whole big group of us. There's oh, um, that was the that was their group for the first night. We were going nuts. We were just riding and having a good time. Next morning, um, got back to the park. In Holiday World, I'd forgotten about this until we got there. They're doing the, um, it's all, um, schedule your rides on your phone. So we didn't spend much time in line. We spent a lot of time just walking around, talking with people and socializing. 
because our phones were waiting in line for us. So that was, I'd forgotten about that. And it was really easy. We had like a QR wristband and we just got on. It was like, Voyage has an hour and a half wait, book. And then we would go walk and take pictures for an hour and a half and then go get in line. And once you were in the actual line, it's about 10 minutes till you got the ride. So really not bad at all. Um, we started out early trying to get as many in as we could. By about four o'clock, uh, they were completely out of rides for the day. So we just had to go kind of camp up in um, the dining area to wait out for ERT to start. But we also did um, a walk back of Thunderbird and um, Voyage. Ex pretty much the exact same walk back we got last year. But we this year, um, I don't. I guess last year I was just uh, fanboying so much over taking pictures I didn't pay attention. But this year I actually got to talk to three or four of the maintenance workers at the park, and they were we were talking about their daily maintenance on Voyage and what they have to do. And so this was the most interesting thing I learned. So they actually the track is walked in three sections from the uh, break run out to um, the break run out to the mid course is one section. Uh, the spaghetti bowl is one section, and the first three hills are another. And the other, the thing that was interesting was they walked the track backwards. And so if you think about that, that means you have to climb up the drop each morning. Huh. So I, I was like, so I was like, you seriously have to climb up. And the guy I was talking to was like, yeah, if I walk the track, I don't use the stairs. I actually get on the track and use the cross ties as a ladder and cr climb up. That sounds fun. It sounds fun. I'm pretty sure I'd be terrified through it. Um, that I, it sounds amazing though. Um, <clears throat> that was really cool. I got, I got the iconic shot of Thunderbird going through its. Um, inline twist which is always i mean it's like if you're there you got to get that picture um and then from there um we didn't have a legend raven walk tour this year um which really wasn't that disappointing because it really wasn't that good of a tour it was just a great way to burn some calories last year um so i ended up actually going over into the water park and climbing around on some of those water or climbing up and around some of those water slides, uh, getting pictures of legend. And actually the view from over there is really good of Voyage and Thunderbird as well. So, And then um, I didn't get to ride Cheetah Tooth. That was the one thing we didn't do at Holiday World that I was disappointed. Um, it looked really good. It had a really long line the whole time we were there, so I think that's good. Um, and I'm trying to think what else before the craziness that is ERT. That was that was just the day, and I'm gonna be honest. Like after that, it's like okay, that was a good day at the theme park, and then it was like okay, go eat dinner, and then just start all over again because that's how it felt. Um, after dinner, which dinner was almost, dinner was a bit of a fiasco. Um, so I know some people were posting about it on Instagram. The line for food got over an hour at one point. 
Um, we were really lucky. We were right. We were already sitting at our table and were some of the first people to get food. Um, if you were in the back of that line and decided to wait, you would have missed about an hour of ERT. So that was a bit of a, that was a bit of a fiasco. Um, but then the first big event of the night was the all uh, female ride on Voyage. Um, which was super cool to see. Like that was something super cool to get to watch and see. I was really happy. I uh, I got that awesome picture of the ladies coming back home on voyage, and it was just super cool. The energy on that train was insane. Like everyone was going nuts. Um, and then from there I booked it up to Thunderbird because just like last year, Thunderbird had no weight. So I ended up sitting on uh, Thunderbird's train for like 20, 30 minutes, just riding over and over. And then from there, I rode Voyage a couple times, went over, I wanted to ride Legend and Raven at night. They're both pretty good. Um, I like them. I don't love them. And then I went back over to Voyage, and we got in line with our giant crew, which so our crew entails... Myself, my dad, James Blake, Marcus, Joe, Hutch, Scott, and Sarah, Taylor. Um, I want to say there was another, who else? Was, we have a giant picture of all of us. Um, let me find it. Where is our giant group picture? Let's see. Scott, Sarah, Nick. Oh, we had Jerry from Coaster Force as well. Um, yeah, huge group of us. It was crazy. Um, and so we're in line for Voyage. We rode Voyage a couple times. Uh, then the seat broke on Voyage. Did you see that? Yes, I heard about that. So we were we were going to be on the next train. Um, no one from our group was in that row, but it was hilarious because the train just comes in and the guys are like, um, our seats broke in the holiday world people are like uh but props to holiday world uh, so what they did is they rolled the train out and put it on the lift hill the maintenance guys went out there and they fixed it they cycled it a few times and they put us on um i actually i was in the station i skipped riding that because i when we got in line it's like okay i need to use the restroom I'll be fine if we get on. I'll go as soon as we get off. Well, that 20 minutes of them fixing the train, I was like, there is no way I'm riding Voyage like this. So I actually walked through the train. <laughs> the first time I've ever done that, I was like, mm, y'all have fun. And the only reason I did that is because I knew we were going to get another ride. Because this is the best thing. This is so hilarious. What did you think when I sent you the picture? I was like, what? <laughs> How did he get the mask? Yeah, so while we were in live for Voyage that go round, um, there was a group of, uh, there was a group walking around and they had been wearing, like, dog masks. And it's exactly what you're thinking. I'll actually probably use one of them as the, um, or I'll put it on this week's show art or something, or I'll post it along with it. 
Um, and so they're literally, it's a dog mask and you, there's a little slot for your eyes and you had ears and it was hilarious. And so they're like, Sarah is like becking and becking and becking. Yeah, I can't say words tonight, folks. She's like, come on over here. We want to talk to you. So he comes over. And of course, so we're with uh, a bunch of people and Taylor's there. So that helps our case. But he's like, y'all want to ride Voyage with me? We got the Zen ride tonight. And we're all wear wearing these dog masks. And we we're like, well, yeah, it's the last ride of the night on Voyage. Uh, if we just, if all we got to do is wear a dog mask to get on, we'll do it. And so he walks away, and about five minutes later, he just shows up with a giant bag. There were 23 dog masks in it. And he's like, uh, this is your ticket to get on. Just have this mask with you, and we'll be meeting out front. And so we all got handed a pair of a dog masks, and that is how that began. So, um, yeah, we they ended up riding, and then we got out of um, got off that ride. And we're all congregating out front, and it's exactly what you expect. It's we were there was a bunch of us wearing dog masks. Um, I'm finding there's a I posted some of the pictures. I'm gonna put a few others in here because uh, this is here's me and Marcus. Um, This is uh, Sarah's transformation. Let's see if I can put it in here. This is hilarious. Uh, then there's some other videos of Sarah and I uh, crawling around, actually acting like dogs that we are never posting. Um, that's not going to send that one. Um, but yeah, so go when Taylor's vlog comes out, um, I highly encourage you all watch it because... Um, it's going to feature uh, a bunch of us dressed up as dogs. Um, and yeah, so it was, this is one of those things we're never going to forget. I mean, we literally, we got on Voyage dressed up as a bunch of dogs, rode off into the night, pitch black, trimless. I got uh, row 11. Uh, I had Joe next to me and then Blake and Marcus were behind me. It was, it was crazy. It was, it was nuts. So, um, yeah, that was how we ended all Hollywood Nights, dressed up as a bunch of dogs riding Voyage. You had an interesting weekend. That was only, that was just, that was just nuts. Like, it was so crazy. Um, and yeah, like, it, it was just nuts. And then we went back to our hotel, and we uh, got, like, four hours of sleep, I think. And then our alarms went off to get up to go over to um, Kentucky Kingdom. Um, and so we got, like, like I said, four hours of sleep. We drove over. We got to Kentucky Kingdom. Um, and that craziness began. Um, and this was... So much packed into one day. Uh, we started out with like a little meet and greet. Um, of course, so pretty much everyone from Hollywood Nights. We there's a bunch of people at Keys to the Kingdom, but then there were also some more. There were new people that came to just Keys to the Kingdom, so that was cool. Um, morning ERT was 
Kentucky Flyer and Lightning Run. We went over, did Kentucky Flyer once, and then we went over and did Lightning Run. We made the right call because everyone went straight to Lightning Run. And so we did Kentucky Flyer, and by the time we got off, because we had about a 20-minute wait, everyone else that was had ridden Lightning Run was coming over to do Kentucky Flyer. So we went over, and we got two rides in on uh, Lightning Run back-to-back. I love that coaster so much. Um, those were the only two rides I got in on it, sadly. Um, then we headed over. We did the little drop tower they have at that park, which is one of the best drop towers ever. Um, and from there, it was time for the YouTuber panel, which this is where my, like, this is when my ego started to really inflate for that day was when I got to hold up those stupid signs. <laughs> because so we're, so Sarah was sitting with Scott up in the front row. And so I messaged her and I was like, okay, whenever you want to just come back and we're going to hold the signs up. And so she just looks up at me and was like, and mouths the word now. I was like, yeah. And so she just runs back and sits down the chair and we just slowly put the signs up. Marcus is in the middle of talking. The whole place died laughing. Like every single one of the panelists was just pointing laughing. Marcus was screaming through a microphone at us. Jesse was dying over there. Like, it was so good. It was so good. Jefferson's got pictures he's supposed to be sending. Um, but the, all the pictures I've seen of us doing it were hilarious. It was so great. We've also got a group picture with Marcus after where it's the, the five of us holding the sign. We're all holding the signs. And then we have another picture right after that, which is also the five of us. But Sarah took her signs down. It says, pass out, Marcus. And Marcus is laying on the ground in front of us. So, yeah, that was fantastic. Um, I guess we should talk about the Dan stickers. Yeah. Um, so, again, Sarah, is she's killing it. She is becoming, like, one of the craziest people in the community. And I'm loving it. We're going to have her on here soon. Um, so she and Scott had about 200 stickers of Dan printed up, um, to hand out to everyone at, um, they were going to hand them out at Holiday World and Keys to the Kingdom. Funny story. So we're in line with Taylor for Voyage at one point and he gets a call and it's like, do you know where the stickers are? And he's like, no, I thought you were had them. And I just commented, ask it's like, doesn't Sarah have them? And it's like, this is Sarah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so we found out the next day that Dan had actually stolen the stickers to prevent them handing them out. <laughs> um, a, a battle well played, even though he lost in the end. Um, so yeah, the Dan stickers, she has about 200 of them. She's handing them out. Ed Hart got up in front of everyone wearing one. I We were dying at that point. Um, all the panelists had them on. I mean, they were they were everywhere. The, the random GP were walking up and asking. At one point, uh, we were walking from the Storm Chaser behind the scenes tour over to the tech shop, and some random woman walks up and is like, "Who's that man? Is he an actor?" And so we just kind of, so it was me, Sarah, and Taylor. And we just kind of look at one another. And we were like, "Yes, he is. What's he been in?" Tarzan. He was he was Tarzan. That was our answer. 
Um, and she's like, oh, can I get one of those? It's like, she totally bought it. Um, she totally bought it. We were like, that was hilarious. Like, Sarah was like in fits of laughter, but trying not to lose it in front of this lady. Taylor is like just trying to figure this all out on the fly. And I'm just going back and forth between the two of them. Like, oh my gosh, this is great. You should have told her that the actor from Tarzan was at the park that day. No, we should have. That would have been good. If she would have ran into him, then she would have been like, oh my gosh, you were Tarzan, and Dan would have been so lost. Dan was so lost by it anyways. It was hilarious. Um, And then, miraculously, I don't know how it happened, but a Dan sticker showed up on a Storm Chaser train, and I got a picture of it. That was fantastic. So lucky that that happened. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, if you want to see the picture, it's everywhere. Um, everyone's retweeting it and posting it. So it's hilarious. I love that picture so much now. Um, yeah, so the dance stickers are everywhere. I actually wore mine to school today, and all my friends wanted one. <laughs> uh, and yeah. And then from there, it was time for our Storm Chaser, or our Thunder Run Storm Chaser tour. So for Thunder Run, they walked us alongside some of the airtime hills, and then they actually took us into the infield for it, which was, it was pretty cool. Um, there really wasn't much to see It was in there. It was just a new perspective. Um, but then from there they took us into the infield of Storm Chaser. And the cool thing about this tour they did was we were actually in, like, extremely restricted areas. The way they had, like, set up, if you really wanted to, you could have jumped the little, like, temporary border they had um, and run and, like, jumped in front of a tr moving train on Storm Chaser. Like, there was nothing preventing you from doing it. Mm. So, um, but, of course, no one did that. But then the funny thing is, so they were doing it like you got three trains with each ride. So you got three trains over at Thunder Run and then three trains at Storm Chaser. And then they were like, okay, time for the next group. And so we did our three trains at Thunder Run and we moved over to Storm Chaser. And then Storm Chaser, we did our three trains. And Taylor and I just kind of stood there and Jefferson was like, I'm not saying anything. So Taylor and I ended up standing in that infield for about an hour just taking pictures of Storm Chaser. Well, four or five other tour groups came in and went. So uh, that was fun. We got a ton of cool pictures of, um, I wish the file were smaller. Um, me. I'm just going to take a picture of it. And... Let's see. This is, this is probably one of the coolest pictures I got. We, um, we were trying to time it with the planes flying over Storm Chaser. So this one, I got a, a train going right over one of the airtime hills. Ooh, I like that. So, yep, that was that was cool. We were watching the flights on our phones and then trying, hoping and praying. Um, so yeah, that the Storm Chaser tours was really cool. And then from there, we headed over to the tech shop, got to see the plans for T4. It's gonna be so good. I can't wait. Hmm. Um, which we so Jefferson showed us those plans on Friday night at dinner over at Holiday World, so we kind of all knew what was to expect when we walked in there. But it was hilarious. You just walk in there, massive crowd around this one table, and everything else was like you could just walk right up to it. 
And I'm pretty sure Farah put a sticker on the binder, uh, a Dan sticker on the binder. So Dan is now a part of T4. Um, and then, yeah, that was the text, uh, text shop tour. Then it was back over for dinner. Dinner was like nacho bars. And then it was time for the showdown we have all been waiting for. Coasters and Brews versus the Drunk Riders in Water Pong. They were, so Jesse is like walking around with the megaphones like, okay, everyone, we got water pong over at the wave pool. And then like five seconds later, Jefferson's walking around with a megaphone. Hey, everyone, we've got beer pong over at the wave pool. They're, it was hilarious because they were trying to make it, you know, family friendly. Um, long story short, uh, the drunk riders lost. Marcus choked, didn't he? He choked. So bad. So they had they had them in the first game, and then they choked at the end, and Coaster the Bruce came back. And then they had won the second game, but then in beer pong, you have redemption. It's just like playing cup pong on Game Pigeons. Like, you have your redemption shots, and Coasters and Bruce pulled it off and got the redemption. And then they lost it and went in their, um, when you put the cup back out. That's like, so Coasters and Bruce is the champions this year. Um, I know Mark and Mike have already been taking the Twitter. It's like, okay, but we got to do like an actual challenge now where it's like, you know, all three of us and, you know, the two strong drinkers are actually there. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Sarah was Marcus's partner and they, they it, was, it, was, it was hilarious to watch. So, and then we went and we rode uh, T3 with Jefferson and Jefferson's just walking around with a megaphone screaming at everyone, playing music through it, flashing the flashlight at people. It was hilarious. Um, Jefferson is hilarious. I mean, there's nothing to deny that. So we rode T3. Um, I think it was Gabby Gomes that said it. Um, Thigh Crush Who? I'm with her. My ride yesterday was so painful on T3. Like, my thighs felt like they were having, like, knives like dug into them so and then we went and we rode storm chaser i got to ride storm chaser with jefferson that was a ton of fun um and then from there i wanted to do deep water dive um so it's some people know this about me of course, I love roller coasters, and I don't mind being up high on roller coasters, but when it comes to climbing, like, slide towers and structures like that, I hate it so much. Nobody likes walking up them. That's just tiring. It's not even the tiring thing. It's the, the open heights. I don't do open heights. <laughs> um, that's, that's so weird. Like, I'm sure, like, climbing a lift hill of a coaster would freak me out. Even though I would love to do it one day, I'm sure it's going to freak me out. Um, so yeah, you get up there. And then the other thing is that it's a capsule slide. So you get up there and you're standing on the little trap door and you know there's nothing but like 140 feet of like air beneath you, which is just terrifying to me. And then the floor, you hear three, two, one. Floor swings out. For about half a second, you could see how high up you were, and then you were being covered in water and had no clue how high up you were. Mm -hmm. But it was also really cool because I got to do it at night. 
so that was awesome. And then I did like the little like the bunny hop slide they have right next to it. I also did that one at night. That was cool. Uh, quickly changed back into my dry clothes and ran over to get an elusive night ride on Storm Chaser. We did that. It was awesome. Um, and then from there, it was time to head home. My event was over, got in the car, and we drove the four and a half hours back home. So that was that's the very, like, fast is de- I mean, that's pretty much everything crazy that happened. I mean, of course, we wrote a bunch of other stuff, but. And I wasn't there because of the SAT. Which, how did it go? Probably fine, I think. I don't know. I haven't got my Probably score yet. Probably fine, so. I think. Well. Yeah, I haven't gotten my score yet, so. Yeah, it was good. So, um, I'll, do you have anything you want to, like, want me to add or questions you want me to ask? So. Uh, can you plug our stuff? Do you want me to plug the stuff? Sure. Okay. Um. Where is it? Instagram at twisted underscore travelers and Twitter at twisted traveler, but the R at the end is a one. We're working on it still. Um, go give us a follow. We're going to try to, we keep saying it, we're going to keep working on stepping up our social media game and being more interactive. I always <laughs> forget to do it because I have another Twitter page and Instagram page I focus on and I forget I have that one to look at too. So. Uh, but we're working on it. We're going to get there eventually. Yes, go follow us. That's how you can find out about the latest news on episodes and if we're taking weeks off or if we're having some guests, which after this weekend, we have one, two, three, at least four guests lined up for the show. All right. So a lot of good stuff coming the, uh, the podcast way. Um, and then quick, just uh, go follow all of my friends from this weekend. So, of course, uh, the drunk riders everywhere. Uh, if you somehow don't follow Taylor from Coaster Studios, first off, what are you doing with your life? And second off, uh, at Coaster Studios everywhere. Um, we'll plug Coasters and Brews because they were a great group of guys. Um, Coaster Force, Midway Mayhem. I mean, just everyone. Go follow all of the people. Shout out Larson Loopers for listening yes, to our Loopers. podcast on the drive. So actually, it was just Blake that was listening because James listens usually right as it comes out, and Blake was catching up. So um, shout out Blake. We're gonna have Blake on too. So actually, make that five or six guests lined up. So we're gonna have them on a lot. They're at, they're at Great Adventure. They, well, they were at Great Adventure today, uh, reminding me how wrong my opinion is. Um, so, but yeah, thank you all for listening. I know it's, it's probably a little bit shorter of an episode this week, but. Uh, there wasn't much news, and Chris and I are both tired, so we promise we'll be back with some longer stuff coming up soon. Yep. So, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.